With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And what's up? Welcome in a Thursday episode of GC Live. Wes Mitchell here. This show is brought to you by our good buddy Clint Hammond of the Mortgage Network, 803-771-6933, clinthammond.com. Tell you all a little bit more about Clint later on, but first want to go out uh, to our buddy Mike Yuva, who's checking in live from Tampa. It is day one of the SEC tournament as far as South Carolina is concerned. Uh, the Gamecocks getting a first-round bye. Um, Mike, uh, you're standing by in Tampa. This is a live shot. Um, luckily, the weather looks good. This is not a Weather Channel-style um, live look in from Tampa. <laughs> Uh, how's everything going there, man? Uh, that's great. I wish I had, could uh, flip this around from the screen. And then as I want to flip it, there's a guy that stopped at a red light. But I wanted to show you where we are at. It's actually a place that Frank Martin had some food recommendations. It's called Columbia Restaurant. It's a uh, Spanish place. has some, uh, you know, some good Cuban food as well. So uh, we're going we're gonna to hop on in there shortly. I think Colin Taylor, one of our other colleagues at a different media outlet they just walked on in so we're gonna go join them in a little bit but uh no it's been good it's been good team uh, had a, a shoot around this morning at uh emily arena this is the second time that they've had an opportunity to shoot down there this um this week so uh eric stevenson one of the things he told us yesterday is the challenging part is being able to just get that feel for playing in an arena like that with that depth perception for the hoop because you're not accustomed to having that far back of where the crowd is in comparison to the hoop. So um, it's just one of those things that not just South Carolina, but every team is going to have to deal with. But it is something to keep in keep in mind because uh, for South Carolina, I mean, they're going to go up against a team in Mississippi State who also is playing in their first game. So it's not like one of those uh, first-round games where people, okay, you know, get to the second game. Now that you've had at least one game under your belt, you get that depth perception. Mississippi State's going up against it as well. So this will be their first game as well there. So – um, it's been good. It's been good, though. Team got here Tuesday, and uh, I can tell you right now, Wes, they're feeling very, very confident, um, and they're feeling good knowing that the last time that they played this team, a team that they're getting ready to play for a third time, they feel like they know what they have to do. It just comes down to executing. Again, we're checking in with Gamecock Central's Mike Yuva from down in Tampa. I want to encourage everybody to go on over to Gamecock Central. We've got videos. We've got some written breakdowns from Colin Taylor. Um, Mike, of course, uh, checking in yesterday with some video from practice. Um, what was the vibe? And, and, and I know it, it doesn't always tell you everything, right? Like you can have a great shoot around and then you can be awful the next day. But but what was the vibe from, from Frank Martin, the vibe from the guys just watching them shoot around? Uh, you know, like you said, y'all talked to Eric Stevenson, um, talked to Keyshawn Bryant. Did you get, uh, I guess, the feel that these guys are, are locked in for, for this task ahead of them? No, they are. They, they certainly are. They're feeling good. They're feeling relaxed. I feel that. I think that's the biggest thing is that you feel like this is a team that uh, maybe had a better record just with how confident they are and how they were sounding yesterday. So 
Um, I, I think the big part that plays into it is that, you know, Frank has mentioned it multiple times over the last couple weeks in particular, but even going back the last couple months in terms of these, some of these guys just trying to find it, find that piece. I think a lot of these guys are at peace. Now, what exactly that means, I mean, that's something that you probably have to ask the players uh, in, in Frank's specifics, and I don't know if he'll ever actually give that, but he said that they found that piece. They feel good with themselves. They feel good at where they're at. So I think that's that's the biggest takeaway that I've just uh, looked at, especially from yesterday and just going back the last couple weeks. So this is a team that, you know, obviously they're not happy about how some things went early on in the season, but they're a team that um, has played some very good basketball down the stretch, and they have some momentum going into this tournament despite losing you know, that game against Alabama and Auburn because they feel like they figured out, okay, this is what we need to do. And it just comes down to just being able to protect the basketball and executing on the court, as cliche as that sounds. So South Carolina, Mississippi State today, 6 p.m. Um, Mike, it's an interesting matchup in that you look at how this thing played out during the regular season. Um, at Mississippi State, uh, the, the Bulldogs get a, um, a double-digit win. At, you know, in Columbia, at South Carolina, the Gamecocks really dominated – that game, I would say, throughout. Now you go neutral site. I was looking at some of the Vegas stuff, like the Ken Palm projections. The Gamecocks actually a slight underdog in this game. But um, what I guess, what do you see just with your own eyes and listening to Frank talk earlier this week? Uh, what are the keys to this game for South Carolina from a matchup standpoint? Shoot, I think the key is is what you can get from guys, obviously, like Jermaine Kuznarek, right? I mean, he's a guy that's been able to come on as a play to be able to get the ball uh, to drop. But you need Keyshawn Bryant to be able to, to score as well. I mean, he's a guy that's been kind of struggling as of late uh, from a scoring standpoint, but he's been able to do other things. And those other things include being able to stretch the defense, being able to use that quick, especially on the baseline. And when he's able to get going in that regard, what's going to happen is teams are going to have to respect that. They're going to have to squeeze in a little bit to the paint. And you're going to have your guys on the outside, whether that be Jermaine Kuznar, whether that be a guy like James Reese who's been shooting the ball well as of late, or a guy like Eric Stevenson be able to knock down some of those threes. So we know South Carolina, they're not afraid to shoot the three ball by any mean, but you need to be able to get those to, to drop. But um, in order for that to happen, you need to be able to play inside out. And that's something that Frank – I mean, not just this year, but that's just his entire career. He wants to play that style of basketball. He wants you to be able to get the ball into the paint first and then work it to the outside. So, um, you know, a guy like Wilden's Levesque, he's been struggling this year to be able to find, you want to talk about that piece that we use that term, find that piece and be able to, to do a little bit more than I think they expected of him going into the season. I mean, he needs to be able to go out there, play some good, good defense, not getting into foul trouble early on. But from an offensive standpoint, I mean, he's not the type of guy that needs to go out there and put up 10 points. But what you'd like to see him do is be able to get the ball in the paint a little bit, be able to create some more traffic, right? Have guys suck into the paint a little bit and be able to get the ball to the outside. That's what Frank's talking about and the style in which they want to play offensively by going inside out with their bigs. They just haven't been able to do that. And I can't blame other teams for not respecting South Carolina. Um, and in, in not really giving them, you know, giving them the benefit of the doubt of saying, all right, you know, they want to do that. No, because they know what they want to do. They want to go to the outside. So I don't think teams feel intimidated by South Carolina in the paint. I don't think they feel intimidated from a physical standpoint as well. So if I'm South Carolina, you got to come out there and you got to, you know, you got to go into the paint and you got to be physical just all across. But if you can have your bigs really just throwing their bodies around, I think that will set the tone and that will do what South Carolina has been looking to do 
all season, which is being able to establish that physical mindset. Um, well, obviously, physical mindset, but uh, physically, uh, the physicality as well um, that Frank Marnin likes to do. Frank Martin thinks like, right? I mean, we know Frank is a physical guy, and that's the type of teams that have had success for him. They, they've been a physical group, so hopefully they can do that today. Um, it obviously sort of starts uh, for Mississippi State offensively with the Iverson Molinar kid. Um, how, how how much did that come up? Did that come up at all during Frank's press conference? And um, I would assume uh, James Reese maybe with the tough task there of, of matching up with him, South Carolina's best on-ball defender. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they know that they don't want him to be the guy that, that hurts them, right? They don't want him to be the guy that that is the reason why Mississippi State wins the game. So I think as far as that matchup goes and just like some of the matchups across the board, South Carolina is going back to what happened in February, that second matchup against the Bulldogs, and they're really looking at it like, all right, hey, what can we take away from that win and how we beat them that last time around? and be able to apply that this time around because, you know, it's it's not often that you play a team three times in a season. That will be the case with, uh, with Mississippi State. And if South Carolina is able to win, they're also going to be able to play Tennessee for, for a third time this season. So um, I, I think more than anything, I think you have to go out there and realize that you are going to have to make some adjustments as the game goes on, knowing that, you know, Mississippi State went back and watched the same film that you got, that you did, you know. Uh, especially in that February matchup, that last time you played them. And, uh, you know, losing by 10, they're going to try to figure out, okay, what can we do better? So uh, I think South Carolina, they, they realize this game is going to be a chess match, but I don't think you really need to overthink it. I think Keyshawn said it best. We had an opportunity to, to meet with Keyshawn one-on-one. Uh, I guess you could say two-on-one because Colin and I were both with him for Gamecock Central. So he said that it is really not much more that it comes down to than just freaking execution. He's like, I know it sounds like it's lip service, and it's just like, oh, well, that's obvious, you know. But that's that's how they're viewing it. They they don't think it's, you know, as deep as some people might think it is, um, other than just going out there and just playing basketball, which when you look at it, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense, right? I mean, you've already played them twice this season, so um, I don't know what more – it, you can really do at this point. They know you, you know them. You're just going to go out there and find a way to score more points to the other team, protect the ball, stay out of foul trouble, all those little things that um, South Carolina tries to do each game. But with this game, I mean, shoot, you know what they're what you're going up against. I mean, it's not going to be a secret when you take the court. Again, Mike, you've been checking in with us live from Tampa. Um, Mike, I, I don't want to keep you from your food, man. Are they still – are they ready for you yet? Are you? Shoot, let's try. We'll see. We'll try. I have no idea if there's music on in the background. Let's try to do something. I mean, we, we had the only Gamecock Central uh, parking lot um, update the, for opening day. So here we go in here. All right. I have no idea. Let's, let's flip this around. So we're walking on through here. Holy cow. All right. Here's Colin and them. So we are walking in. Where, where are we, Mike? What's that? Where, where are we at? What's the restaurant? So we got Colin Taylor, Michael and Ann of the state, is joining us as well. So, yeah, we are sitting right here. Um, <laughs> and we are getting ready for, um, for a nice meal. So, yeah, but this is, this is, this is Tampa. I will say this. So we've seen, we've seen a lot of, we've seen a lot of uh, Gamecock fans actually 
in this area, in the Ebor area. Um, I don't think we're too far away from Emily Arena. I think we're only maybe like 10 minutes or so away. So you met a Gamecock fan last night. That's right. Uh, Gamecock Central uh, subscriber at that. So we appreciate him coming up and saying hello to Colin and I. So, um, yeah, you're seeing a lot of Gamecock fans out here. And I, the reason I mention that is because in both these games that we saw this season, South Carolina won one of them. Um, and, of course, Mississippi State won one of them. Well, where did both wins happen for each team? They won on their home court. It's a neutral side of the game. And uh, for South Carolina, they, they're going to have to try to have any type of home court advantage by having some fans down here. And we'll see if South Carolina travels well. Um, one thing that I, I do want to mention is you might see Rick Flair out here. He's a local. So I think he was out with uh, Texas A&M coaches last night. I think there was a tweet. So you might see the Nature Boy out here as well, as, uh, in addition to, to Gamecock fans down here this weekend. Is there a possibility for a Gamecock Central exclusive with uh, Ric Flair? Like, if, if you have the opportunity, Mike, you gotta you gotta make a shot for it, right? Oh yeah. If we can, if we, I, the, the 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 strange thing is, I actually have from a, from a networking standpoint, I actually have built some good relationships up with WWC and WWE wrestlers over the years. So, um, if I have to call in a favor to see if we can get Ric Flair, uh, we'll see if we can make it happen. But. Uh, I think he was at some place called the Battery, but then again, I mean, I think every freaking town has a battery in the South. I mean, obviously, you as a Braves fan, you know that, and I'm sure there's a lot of Braves listeners as well. So uh, we'll see if we can find the Nature Boy. Maybe Colin will fight him. I don't know. <laughs> that that would be a must-see TV. Um, speaking of Colin, uh, are you are you making sure that he orders uh, his food well? I mean, we can't have him down in Tampa getting chicken nuggets from uh, the best uh, local restaurant in town. He said, that you, are you eating well? Yeah. yeah, I think I'm all right. We had um, I had gumbo last night, and then I'm about to get a Cuban sandwich with some uh, Spanish bean soup for, uh, for lunch. So I got the right order. Yeah, no. Well, I haven't, we haven't ordered yet. You were just outside waiting today. To come over. Yeah, I, uh, I thought I had my ear pods, and I thought I would be able to double dip easily in this uh, restaurant, but uh, I have not. Um, yeah. Well, Mike, we're, we're going to let you get to the food, man. F- final thought here. Um, what, what is, I guess, every time you've been on, we've talked about what South Carolina needs to do. Um, what is the thought process on, uh, you know, a, a one win gets you in the NIT, no wins gets you in the NIT? Is that sort of the – the South Carolina have to win a game to get to the NIT? And then the other side, obviously, if you win the thing, Carolina's in the big dance. But what if South Carolina wins <laughs> two games or wins three games? What, Where on the bubble do you think that puts them? I think if South Carolina wins three games, I think that puts them right in the conversations of potentially making the NCAA tournament. I think the challenging part from them is they certainly are a team that has – you know, they have to overcome a lot to be able to get to that point to even put themselves in that situation. Uh, but I think being able to get some of the caliber of wins, which you, which you look at, you know, potentially, okay, you beat Mississippi State, no disrespect to the Bulldogs, that will look good, but it's not like beating Tennessee, which would be the next round. If you beat Tennessee, mm-hmm. that'll look phenomenal. Um, and then potentially playing uh, Kentucky, right? Uh, if, if Kentucky's able to take care of business in their game. So I, I say that. Um, I say that because when you look at what South Carolina has lined up, it could put them in a good position um, to be able to be on the verge. But there's obviously so much movement. There's, there's teams that play spoiler every year that come in and, 
they're able to get a, and, a you know, they win the tournament. They're a team that's not expected to make the tournament. So because of that, it takes that extra spot. And that's something to keep an eye on because as you look at the NIT, I think from a resume standpoint, from which we're looking for teams to be able to qualify for it, USC's resume from an NIT standpoint is perfect. The problem is they're probably projected to be a seventh or an eighth round or seventh or eighth uh, seed in the tournament. So depending on how things play out with some of these other conference tournament games, they could potentially get bumped out if a team that is on the bubble for the NCAA gets bumped down you know so it's kind of like one of those things so I, I say that yes USC they could make the tournament for the NIT even if they don't win today but in order to be just safe because like I said you don't know what's going to happen I think there's already five NIT spots already locked up essentially mm -hmm. from yesterday if they win against Mississippi State I'd say that they would be close to as a shoe-in as it gets Mike great stuff as always man we'll let you get to the food uh, look forward to a uh, a tweet about it and uh, your rating on your meal today man and then of course uh, we'll, we'll check you out gamecockcentral.com tonight six o'clock South Carolina versus Mississippi State have a good one all right man I appreciate you Wes yeah that's Mike Uva checking in from uh, Tampa appreciate Mike and uh, of course we appreciate all of our sponsors here on GC live um my buddy Clint Hammond, clinthammond.com, 803-771-6933. And uh, if y'all bear with me here for a moment, I've got another graphic. Um, there we go. want to welcome again our, our good friends at Liberty Tax right here in Columbia. Um, overcome your tax society, 803-462-5576. Um, if you've been paying attention to the video stream, you've seen the scroll there at the bottom. Uh, the tax team at Liberty Tax locations here in Columbia, South Carolina, and the neighboring areas, uh, Columbia, Irmo, Lexington. Again, 803-472-5576. And um, it's obviously tax time. They're open late. They're open on the weekends. They have in-person tax prep. They have virtual tax prep. And uh, the, the fine, Larry and the fine folks over there can help walk you through the tax process so that uh, you don't have to worry about what is just normally an absolutely grueling um, process uh, every year that we all hate having to take care of. So uh, give Liberty Tax right here in Columbia a call, and they'll help walk you through that process. Um, all right, so super short show today. We wanted to check in with Mike and those guys from Tampa, uh, but special show tomorrow, by the way. So Kendall Smith, our excellent video intern, is going to be joining me on GC Live tomorrow. She's going to be hosting an episode of GC Live for the first time ever um, so Kendall will be on. We're going to do this at noon on Friday. So be on the lookout. We'll go live, of course, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Um, it'll be in the audio version, of course, on all the major podcast platforms as well. But uh, again, Friday, um, Friday noon, we'll be live with Kendall Smith and myself. We, of course, will talk about whatever happens with South Carolina's men's basketball today. We'll talk a little bit about the baseball series coming up with Texas. Obviously, that starts uh, weather permitting on Friday, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then we're going to start looking ahead to spring practice. Believe it or not, spring practice five days away. Um, arguably, I don't know, y'all, I would say probably the most anticipated spring practice that South Carolina has had um, in, in quite some time. That, that's probably actually a, a good question. What When was the last time spring practice was this highly anticipated? So we're going to start to dive into that. We'll have a show, um, again, noon on Friday. We'll have a show on Monday. And once spring practice kicks off, y'all, we're going to ramp up the number of GC Lives that we have. 
probably going back into our um, at least three a week, maybe even more, uh, just because we we obviously want to give you all the content that we can from spring practice and, and what should be a, a really fun, um, awesome spring to, to cover. So appreciate the support. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Again, we're going to do an abbreviated show today. Appreciate Clint Hammond of the Mortgage Network and uh, my buddy Larry at Liberty Tax. And uh, then again, Friday noon, myself, Kendall Smith. We'll see you then. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.